0: like the number top 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 one thing that you need to be looking out for because this is the this is the last straw right when you're like this it's game over and by game over i mean you need to do fucking something about this right now hi everyone welcome to the web3 thrive podcast i'm your host emily rose Delara. this podcast was designed to give you the confidence knowledge and clarity needed to succeed and lead in web3 I teach proven strategies and tactics you can apply immediately to become confident and successful working in Web3. So take 20, plug in and learn how to really thrive in Web3. And if you like what you hear, leave me five stars and subscribe on Spotify or follow on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. You can also sign up to my newsletter to get exclusive content, tips and strategies to help you thrive at work without the burnout and FOMO. Direct to your inbox each week. Plus, You'll get full access to exclusive leadership and coaching Q&As, free workshops, and all the Web3 and Thrive podcast episodes in one place. So just head over to learn.web3andthrive.com forward slash newsletter. Let's get into today's show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Web3 and Thrive. I am coming at you today to talk about something very important, something that I have dealt with for multiple occasions in my life especially when working in Web3, and that is burnout. Burnout has been a consistent friend of mine or enemy who has shown up in my life multiple times in my career. And this is something that I feel most clients who come to me, most women that I know, most, most of my work BFFs have dealt with in their time in Web3 and also if they're working in tech a lot of them have come over from this tech space hoping that it'll be different and as we all know the way and the way the web3 world works and the pace that we move makes burnout especially if you don't have any kind of coping mechanisms or any kind of structure in place for your life burnout quickly creeps up so i first dealt with burnout when I'm trying to think how far it was it was when i was consulting on my own actually I was working from a place of fear, and that fear was, I'm not going to have enough money to survive. It had been built into me for a very long time. I've spoken about this in previous episodes, but I always had this fear of being on the streets, being desolate, not being able to afford to eat and to live. And because of this, I was working all the time, day and night, not looking after myself, not spending money on food. I remember I I was in Bali for a few months when I was first consulted in Asia. And I think I lived off, like I set a budget for myself and it was like $30 a week or something ridiculous, like really ridiculous. And I just at that time didn't put any importance on staying healthy in fact I didn't have the education or didn't have the ability to make these informed decisions because I never knew the connection between the food that we eat and the output that it creates now as an older wiser Emily um, I'm able to understand what food to put into my body how to rest um, what to do what not to do in life to keep me balanced and and healthy right But at that point, I didn't know. And I remember waking up every day and just being so tired. I had like this constant anxiety on my chest. I wasn't really that nice to be around. Honestly, I remember snapping at quite a few people, especially if it was to do with work. Like I remember I was in a co-working space once and I really regret this, but a guy who I just met Actually, when I was in these co-working spaces, I haven't really shared this with anyone. When I was in these co-working spaces, I was surrounded by people who were like hustling really hard. And I always felt so envious. And envious is a horrible state to be in, but I always felt so jealous of their success because I was like, why is it not working for me? And I remember I was speaking to a potential client one day, and a guy came up to me who I'd met there, like a friend to speak to me and I remember saying to, not now like listen I'm busy and I remember it being very not compassionate uncompassionate, and and very mean and very cold-hearted and I was like that with a lot of people. I was not nice to be around honestly and and that was coming from fear. I was fear that this person was going to prevent me from making money, which was going to mean if I don't make money then I'm going to be on the streets or worse I'm going to have to move back to England. So this fear was always there and and it showed up in other ways. I had hair loss, I had bad acne at the time. I was skinny. I was suffering with an eating disorder. And I remember one day realizing that this is like my I would literally driven my body into the ground from working this way was when I couldn't even look at the phone anymore I felt nauseous and that was like the feedback from my body like enough is enough something needs to change and and that moment I actually went back to the UK and started to heal but that's come up since then like I remember working in the exchange space as a head of marketing and I started to get all the same symptoms the hair loss the bad skin gut issues, feeling exhausted all the time, being horrible to Antoine. And then it's always, it gets to the worst symptom, which is not being able to open up my laptop without feeling sick. It's like this real nausea feeling. And I was like, not again. Like, I cannot have done this to myself again. And so when it got to that stage, I realized I had to start making changes. Now, I did a bit of research into burnout and a survey by Deloitte says that 91% Of people who filled out a survey says that they have unmanageable amounts of stress or frustration that negatively impacts the quality of their work. 83% of respondents say that burnout from work can negatively impact their personal relationships. One in four professionals say they never or rarely take all of their vacation days and the top driver of burnout is cited in the survey to be from a lack of support a lack of recognition from the leadership teams and it indicates the important role that leaders play in setting this tone which is why I'm talking about this today. We as leaders in Web3 don't always feel supported. We don't feel recognized by the leadership teams and if only we had this leadership support maybe we could avoid burnout altogether. Maybe if we had the education and, and the the support when it comes to uh, preventing burnout, when it comes to leaders acknowledging that we need to rest and that we need time off. Maybe them setting the example might help. But anyway, based on this survey, I was like, wait, yeah, this is definitely what I was like back then. And so with all this in mind, you're probably thinking, yeah, Emily, I've got the hair loss, I've got the bad skin, I'm horrible to everyone. I can't deal with stress. I feel like I'm crying all the time. This could be that you are on track for burnout. So with all this in mind, there are a few signs that you could be on for burnout. And I'll also give you a few tips on how to deal with it at the end. But before I do, have you subscribed to the show? To continue reaching more people who could really benefit from the episodes, I just need a little favor. If you haven't already, please hit the follow or subscribe button and leave a review on the platform you're listening to this show on. By doing so, you really help me to not only grow, but also help everyone else find Web3 and Thrive as a result of it. And even better, if you send me a screenshot on LinkedIn or Instagram of your review and you press pressing that rating button, I'll send you a freebie that no one's got access to yet. So send me that over on LinkedIn or Insta as a DM. Do it now. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Back to the show. So signs that you're dealing with burnout in rope three, probably as a leader right now, or probably someone who's trying to prove themselves, move up in the role, whatever. Apart from the obvious burnout signs that I mentioned before, here are a few more that I think you should start looking out for because they are not as obvious. They're not as in front of your face. Number one, you're saying yes to everything, even those calls at 1am. And it's probably because you're scared of missing out and you're scared of failing. I used to do this all the time. Like I literally had zero boundaries. Now I have learned when to say no. In fact, I have a list of things that I say no to. Like I literally have it in my notes and it helps me to make decisions better. If I was in a situation where I was ever asked to be in a leadership role in a company, which it probably won't, anymore and they ask me to take calls at 1am because their time zone's different I'd say no I'm sorry it's not the role for me as much as I want the money as, as much as I want the role it's not going to work for me so that's number one number two I touched on this before you're more emotional and it's not even your period sorry guys <laughs> but it's not even your period and you're crying you're stressed you're horrible to everybody and you literally don't know why you don't know what's going on this could be a sign that you're on track to burnout. On top of that, you might be triggered by everything. Like I get triggered by children, (laughs) children being loud, and I've been spending a lot of time around why this happens. But that was a side note, being triggered by everything. So things like children being loud, things like maybe someone not responding to your Slack message, somebody um, interrupting you in calls silly things that don't usually matter when you have patience but when you're frazzled and fried this could kind of topple everything okay this could like send you over the edge. Number four your team are on tiptoes around you (laughs) especially because you make them and the people around you feel a bit stressed and worried. You're one of these people who are like "Mm, I don't really want to go on a call with them because at the end of it it's going to be so stressful and they're just giving me negative vibes right now. You might not know that this is you right now, but if people keep canceling calls with you, if people are getting irritated at you when you're in calls, this is usually a bit of a warning sign. Might not be exactly that, but you'll start to understand. Maybe it's worth, if you feel this could be you, speaking to someone in your team to understand how they're feeling right now. Number five, you are stuck in cycles of procrastination. This is primarily because you're worried you might fuck up and get fired because you're so tired and exhausted all the time. I have been in these cycles of procrastination many times, and it looks something like I'll be staring at a screen and trying to write in numbers, and then I'm meant to be finishing a document, and I just can't finish this document. Instead, I'm like opening up Slack or my emails and refreshing the page, and that's because there's this innate fear of, if I don't do this, I'm going to get fired, And then you self-sabotage because it's too hard and too scary. So your brain is trying to keep you safe. If you're doing that, that could be another sign. Number six, it's tied kind of into four, but you're projecting your anxiety onto others, which looks like trying to control results, not letting go of work, feeling like nothing is ever good enough. So that would be like not delegating, not understanding who you can rely on. And it comes up very obviously. Like a lot of the time when people have hired other people and they're constantly keeping the tasks and they're not really giving any away. It just becomes frustrating for everyone else. So if that's something you're doing at the moment, take note. And this is another thing that I used to deal with all the time, which is having this weight of anxiety on your chest area. So it's your heart area, it's this feeling of suppression, right? You feel like you don't know why you're feeling like this, but you wake up and it's just there. You're like, I'm not even stressed today. Nothing's even happened, but it's already there. This is like the rapid fire for burnout. This is when I used to realize that something was going on. So look out for that. And it's not just like, and usually actually, when you're feeling this way, it's because you've had a thought. So if you do feel like this is happening to you, you're waking up every morning, you've got this weight on your chest, start thinking about what am I thinking first thing in the morning or before going to bed try to notice that make a note number eight all your routines are out of the window now I talk a lot about rituals and I know that I'm stressed as fuck when I am not doing the things that I usually do and that includes meditation drinking my lemon water like you all know what I do in the morning by now (laughs) But it's, it's stuff like missing the things that I know are going to help me because I feel like this stressor, this, this thing that I'm scared about or anxious about is more important than my health. When you start to feel these slip, that's really a huge feedback from your body and your, um, your world around you that something needs to change. And one of the biggest things is you don't really eat much. You're feeling a bit sick. Or maybe you're overeating, right? To kind of <laughs> make this feeling go away. Whatever one of them it is, check your eating patterns. I know that I used to just not eat. Like I used to just go hours without eating. I used to drink coffee. I used to have a smoothie maybe because I was just so stressed. Like I didn't realize the importance of putting good food in my body in, when I'm in this state. So that might look like you're just literally living on coffee and cigarettes, right? <laughs> That's kind of what happens when we're in burnout mode. Um, And then the last one is number 10, is if you don't even want to get up in the morning anymore. This is a big one, not wanting to get up in the morning, feeling like what's the point? And we can quickly label this as depression, which it could be. We could be dealing with mental health issue as a cause of this burnout and stress you're putting on the body. So I want you to really think hard about this one. Is what you're doing causing you so much anxiety and pain and fear that you don't even want to get up anymore and this is the number I didn't put this at number one because this is like the most important but this is like the number top 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 one thing that you need to be looking out for because this is the this is the last straw right when you're like this it's game over and by game over I mean you need to do fucking something about this right now but if you do have any of these things going on in your life right now you're saying yes to everything, you're more emotional, you're not eating very well, you're projecting all that anxiety in other people. Do not worry. We can get you sorted out. And in the second half of this episode, I'm going to go deep into how to bounce back. But in the meantime, I want you to start noticing your triggers. What happens just before the anxiety starts? What happens just before you get angry at someone for no reason? What happens just before you have a mini panic attack maybe even a real panic attack um, during a work meeting right start to notice the triggers because the triggers are your information that you need to use to change i could give you all the things that you need to change but unless you start to notice your own triggers you won't be able to make the changes in the right places i also want you to start noticing what are you saying yes to that you really don't want to I used to say yes to so many things, like I used to book so many meetings, overwhelm myself. I used to do pointless fucking tasks because I wanted to make people happy. So have a think about what you're really saying yes to and then start making your no list. A bit like I mentioned before, I've talked about this a lot. Having a no list helps you know what to say yes to. And then the big question that I want you to ask yourself before our next episode, next part of the episode is is this a life that you can sustain for the next five years? Okay, answer that honestly. And then in the next part of the episode, we'll start to find you a solution. Okay, stay healthy, everybody. This is not the end. If you do feel like this, there is many ways out of it. I am proof. I've dealt with this twice in my life. I deal with this with my clients. We go on journeys together I help clients get out of their beds on the morning again. Like that's just step one. So there's many different solutions. And in the next podcast, I'm going to help talk you through that. Thank you so much for being here. Big hugs, everybody. You can do this and I'll speak to you next time. So that's all I've got for you today. As always, thank you for listening. Don't forget to drop me a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And head on over to Instagram and TikTok at Emily and Web Three for daily content to help you thrive in Web Three. Also, feel free to drop me a DM, a message, or a question. I am here to serve you. See you next time.